Welcome to This Week in Lotus. The weekly roundtable discussion of all things social, collaboration, technology and community. Here's your host, Stuart McIntyre. This Week in Lotus, episode 74, recorded on Wednesday, 19th of October 2011. The X-rated show, X-pages, X-snippets and extensions. What have OpenNTF and IBM done to extend Domino development? Darren and I are joined by Nicholas Harrodloft, Martin Donnelly and Chris Connor to discuss the latest release of X-pages extension library, the IBM X-Works server offering, Dan Notes and much, much more. This show is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech... It's here. You can find this and other tech-related podcasts at techpodcast.com. Well, hello and welcome to This Week in Lotus. We are back for episode 74 of the weekly podcast devoted to all things Lotus. As ever, I'm joined by Darren Duke. Hello, Darren. Hello, Stuart. The first take on this, it was lively. The second take on this, it wasn't. I guess this is not lively anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll see. We might be lively by the end. You never know. So how's life I, in I Atlanta? I am doing well. Uh, it's, it's good. I've got, I've got a call. I went to uh, Not Lola or whatever it's called these days and got a... Um, I, thought, I think I caught a call off a small Irishman. I knew I shouldn't have kissed him on the lips, but there you go. <laughs> and of course, you can't talk about the content at Lola. How, but how was the event as a whole? Was it good to see everybody again? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, always, it's always fun. And Boston's a fun city. We went whale watching uh, one day. We didn't see any, but uh, we did give our rain check tickets to uh, Fempi Goha and, and Sharon went with her and they, they saw a couple of whales. So we didn't get to see whales, nor did I get to see whales get dumped out of a Ruby World Cup. So it, was a, <laughs> it was a non-whales spotting week for me. And of course, the last time we spoke to you, you predicted that England would win against the French uh, too. I, <laughs> I did. and um, Well, if you don't turn up for the first half, you're very unlikely to win a match. This is very true. So sad to see them go out, but it's uh, it's great to have you back on this week and later. I know you missed last week, so it's good to have you back on. And we are joined this week for a conversation all around development and X pages and, and some of the work that the community is doing around X pages uh, and OpenNTF too. So let's kick off first of all with Nicholas. Hi there, Nicholas. How are you? Good. Hi, Stuart. How are you? I'm very, very good. Thank you. Now, I, I avoided pronouncing your surname, although I think it's probably one of the few I do get right. So tell us what you do, <laughs> Nicholas Heidloff. Uh, well, I'm working in the um, development team, Domino development team, working remotely from Germany. And uh, I've sort of a special role. I, I'm i working with the community, as probably most of you, or hopefully most of you know by now, because I've done it for three years almost now. And... Um, I'm really, um, you know, trying to help with whatever I can with um, OpenNTF, and um, I'm also maintaining and updating the XPages info site. Excellent. We've had you on a couple of times before, Nicholas. It's great to have you back on again. I know there's some, um, you know, some some news of some of the things that are coming around the XPages side, and and we'll be involved in OpenNTF. So it's great to have you back on the podcast again. Yeah. Thanks for having me. That's all right. Uh, and somebody else who's also been on This Week in Lotus before, but I guess almost a year ago now, when uh, talking about the release of a book that he'd contributed to. So we have Martin Donnelly. Hi there, Martin. Hello. Hello, everybody. Glad to be back. It's great to have you back on again. So are you still working for IBM Ireland? Well, last time I checked, yeah. Yeah, they are still, <laughs> um, still haven't copped on to me, you know. So uh, 
Yeah, still um, working on the X Pages runtime and still very much involved with the uh, the activity that we're doing on OpenNTF with the um, extension library. Brilliant. And of course, we'll cover that later on today. And, you know, we've mentioned lots of times on this podcast, your Mastering X Pages book that you co-wrote with a couple of other IBMers. How's that, how's that done since the last time we spoke? Um, well, it's it's done very well. And we, uh, I, I guess we had to wait quite a long time before we got um, any official feedback um, from the publisher. But I think there's been, you know, well, well over a couple of thousand copies sold in the first number of months in any case, so uh, and and I think that that's 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 a good number in in terms of uh, sales in general. So, uh, more importantly, I think um, it's it's just filled the gap that was there, and um, we get a lot of positive feedback still on 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 on, on how it solves problems for people. So, um, and that there's another couple of books we hope that are going to come down the line that will help plug any 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 gaps that that remain. So. Excellent. That's 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 great because the feedback, uh, you know, certainly that Darren and I have heard around mastering X pages has been tremendous. I've I've had a flick through it. Um, <laughs> I haven't yeah. got into huge amount of depth. I'm no developer, but it, it certainly looks like a tremendous um, you know, addition to the information around X pages. And, and I'm sure the other books are going to be good too. We'll mention them later on. And lastly, we're joined by a developer that uses X pages a lot by Chris Connor. Hi there, Chris. Hi there, Stuart. Hello. Do you want to tell us who Hi. you work for and what you do? Yes, uh, thank, thanks, Stuart. Thanks for having us on. I'm a, an XPages developer based in Scotland in the UK, um, doing work around XPages, mobile, Eclipse, Java, that kind of stuff. Um, seen a lot of business transformation around that in the last um, 18 months, two years. So things going well on that front and hoping that things continue to do so. Excellent. And what's the company you work for? Is it your own company? Yeah, that's right. Um, BSS. IT Solutions Global, um, based in Hamilton, just outside Glasgow. Excellent. That's good. And thanks for coming on. I can't believe that we haven't had you on before. So it's great to add you to the list of Twill uh, folks that have been on. So thanks for joining us today. Thanks, sure. To, um, broke the, the Twill uh, virgin. But <laughs> <laughs> got there at the end, eh? Pop your cherry, eh? Yeah. Life will never be <laughs> the same again. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for joining us today. And so let's kick off, first of all, with um, some news of an update that's planned for a little bit later on this year uh, for the extension library. Now, Dan and I have talked about the extension library a lot with various different guests uh, over the over the months. Um, Nicholas, do you want to take us through, uh, first of all, just kind of what generally the extension library is, how it's been delivered to customers and, and what's it, it got to do with OpenNTF? Yeah, sure. I mean, the um, the extension library is is really a big change for us in terms of how we deliver um, new features to to our community, to our customers, developers, and also um, you know how we get early feedback and and put it back in the in the product because we have chosen OpenNTF as the platform to release a lot of um, you know new functionality uh, way before it goes into a product and. Um, and the extension library has has been really successful. I think the first time we published it was like a year ago. Martin, is that roughly correct? I yeah, September twenty ten. Yeah. Okay. So, but and, and there have been like you know hundreds or thousands of of response documents in the project uh, directly, but also mails and um, feedback via other channels. So it has been you know tremendous success in terms of how we have done it, and we have certainly. 
um, you know, improve the extension library with the community much more than we ever could have internally only. Um, and, and um, you know, the, the goal is really um, not only to put these, um, um, the, these, the, um, uh, all these um, uh, features or uh, new releases on OpenNTF on a regular basis, but also to take them back into the product. And we are targeting um, a later release this, um, this year um, where we want not the complete extension library, but you know, a good amount of functionality back into the product um, so that it's you know, supported and, and localized and um, supports accessibility and all these other you know, quality things that, that um, are just required by IBM products. And Martin, perhaps you know, coming back to you, um, I mean, what was the rationale behind developing this extension library in the first place? What, you know, what, what's in there that isn't in the uh, basic you know, X Pages product that ships as part of Domino, and why was it done as a separate library rather than all part of the same thing? Yeah, I, I guess there's kind of many different forces at work there, Stuart. You know, like I think the X Pages architecture, in and of itself, was just kind of designed from the ground up through JSF and so forth to be so extensible that uh, we've always talked about giving people the flexibility to add your own tooling, to add your own controls. And while I guess people, especially the early adopters, had some sense of that, I guess the best way to kind of make it real to people was to uh, someone to take the initiative and to, to push out some samples up in OpenNTF, which was which is and was a, a very uh, a great platform on which to kind of uh, let loose something. I think Philippe last year, Philippe Rianne put out uh, the extension library, which I think really initially blew people away because it wasn't just a sample or two; it was an entire library of everything from, you know, wrapped Dojo controls to iNotes controls, and it really kind of a, uh, I think, uh, opened people's eyes to the possibilities that you know, uh, you can really supply something that I think in quantity, like just to give you an example, I think the extension library that's up on OpenNTF right now, uh, between con what we call plain controls, the stuff that you see on the palette, and complex types, which, you know, uh, are, are basically kind of com components of those controls. Um, there's 150, I think, in the extension library, you know, which is probably outweighs the content of the of the XPages core itself. So it was a very, very significant offering to put up there, and uh, a lot of people saw the value of it immediately and ran with it. And we, as Nicholas has pointed out, we got some great feedback there because it's a, a very immediate, spontaneous, and interactive uh, platform. So um, I think just to capitalise on the success of that, then you know, it, for organizations that want to adopt it but also have 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 you know want want the extra security of it being officially supported IBM product there's other processes that need to be uh, applied like accessibility and, and and so forth so um we have been going down that road of of, of what we call a, not a word i like but but of productizing uh, this offering and um uh, so addressing issues that 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 would be in there from the accessibility and, and localization spots that I mentioned. Fixing, um, I suppose to a certain extent, these things get a life of their own. Uh, I don't think anybody quite predicted the success that this would be before it was before it was released and, and maybe it was just put up there for evaluation. As we all know, that things can become wildly successful, get adopted and get put into service and it can be difficult to, <laughs> to uh, restrain them afterwards. So um, I think this was really a, a, an effort on IBM's part, uh, on our part here, to uh, 
you know, m- m- to productize it in, in, in a formal way um, and to enable further adoption would be before, um, you know, to, to um, how, how would I put it? I, I suppose b- before uh, and to make a kind of a, a correction to any issues that we felt would, would make for a cleaner model before uh, it was more widely adopted and would be difficult to apply those kind of uh, criteria later, you know. And, and, and so this is probably um, the, the first extension library release that's that's maybe caused some questions about about recompilation. Is yeah. is this one of the problems that's going to happen because we, we are in this open source model before it gets rolled back into the product? Is it just a is this just a function of the added flexibility that some something has to come at a cost and this is a cost? Yeah, something has to come at a cost, I guess, and this is a cost. But I I, I would not get a over alarmed by, by by the cost of it at all. I, I you know, I suppose uh, the, the mantra from IBM and from Lotus all down through the years has been, you know, no rip and replace. What works in version one and two and three continues to work today. Uh, what's put out there in open NTF for evaluation and gets widely adopted. Uh, maybe there's, you know, if we, I, I guess, if we were predictive about the success of it, perhaps. Uh, certain controls would may have been held back and worked on a little bit more so you know you you do have uh controls and properties that you need to tweak and and change but in in most cases it is a question of taking your application into designer and um recompiling it you know swapping a, a property name that had to be changed for one good reason or another and i emphasize that that, that uh, there were no really gratuitous changes that were made in this. Um, a lot of the changes would have been required, for, let's say, to properly support accessibility. I keep going back to that one, which is an important point. But yeah, I mean, uh, to, to have a, a model that is properly extensible in the future and don't, look, looking further down the road than just to release the, the current release in OpenNTF, doing, doing, doing the right thing to make sure that we're in a good position uh, to upgrade this in the future. And so considerations like that, I think, um, Kind of, it it made sense to us to to take the opportunity now to do a a, a once-off uh, release that would okay require some changes uh, on behalf of the developer of of applications, but we feel really that we have uh, minimised those as much as possible. We we looked at our own applications, obviously that were put out there. We um, fixed those, and again, it was just a simply a dominant designer exercise. We looked at some of the sample applications that were out there and again found no issues. The README document that's up and open to NTF at the moment has an appendix which actually documents all known changes that we made. So we hope that um, support issues like that um, would would be very, very quickly resolved. But uh, again, uh, Darren, I think um, the team has always been very responsive in, uh, in the open NTF community. So according as people uh, may come across any problems that this used to work and it doesn't seem to uh, anymore and having a little problem here, I think the quickest and fastest way to get that resolved will be through by posting a question on the forum. Um, yeah, and, so. and, and just to point out, I, I don't necessarily think this is a bad thing. I think this is, this is a, just a symptom of the advantage of getting it out earlier and you guys adding more and more functionality. So while I think we're going to hear a few people complain, I think if you'd been doing, let's say, full Java enterprise development or .NET development previously, then you're going to have run into these problems anyway. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with you 100%. I think the value of getting something out there early and, and seeing it fly and knowing that this is something valuable and getting that feedback early far outweighs the uh, the small costs associated with, with with having to make a few tweaks later on. And, and maybe just to add one comment there, because this question came also up um, on the OpenNTF blog and uh, Philippe Rion um, responded and uh, he, he pointed out in order to make that clearer for future releases, uh, we have... Um, now, two different plugins or packages. We have the XLIP and we have the XLIP X, um, where the X stands for experimental, um, which is kind of what Dojo has done or is still doing. You know, they have these different layers um, with the, you know, sort of supported or, you know, mm -hmm. stable, maybe no, not supported is the wrong word, but the, the stable um, features where, you know, people don't expect any changes. And then there's the experimental, ex experimental um, features. Um, where it's you know it's kind of likely that something might change before it you know gets moved down into the core um, you know layer or product. Chris, opening out to you, um, have you done anything with the um, with the extension library in the past? Have you used it for any of your projects? Yeah, most definitely. In the last, um, I'd say in the last year or so, um, it's become more of part of the projects uh, that I've been working on. You know, starting off really with just using some of the basic components for improving the user interface. And then moving through to some of the more recent things around um, calendar interfaces to resource reservations, etc. I must admit, if, if there are issues found along the way um, when using an extension library, reporting it through NT, uh, OpenNTF has been has been a, a very quick way to to get resolution with with the guys from IBM. And that's a that's a good sign for the community, isn't it? It is it, if you know it's great that IBM is releasing these um you know the the these add-ins through OpenMTF, but that's only gonna work if the feedback loop is closed. And it sounds as if, if that's certainly the case uh, so far for the extension library. Sure. What what about um Nicholas um canvassing even pre-release uh the user base, the developers, the, the community? around what sort of stuff you would like to to see in future versions of of the extension library uh, are you doing anything around that or, or changing that model in any way well there, there's i mean there's always the, the possibility to enter feature requests on OpenNTF. Sure. Um, there's the ability to enter uh, to comment on the on the blog entries you know you can email us directly um, lots of us are also on Twitter and on other social networks. I mean, there's various ways to to provide feedback um, for for everyone, and then obviously also for our design partners, even more channels. So, um, yes, we we certainly listen, and as as we we all said, Martin and I, I mean, we we have really received tons of feedback and and positive feedback, and also constructive, um, you know, ideas, you know, how to change things and how to move forward. Sure, and and I think the biggest for one of a better word, kudos, I guess, to, 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 to you guys, is that people are using it. And, you know, I mean, I think Chris was one of the first people to use the mobile controls in his help desk app. Yeah. And, you know, I think there's there's no greater honor, really, than, than someone taking this extension library and building applications out of it. And I've heard people, including Declan Lynch, say they wouldn't even start an application without installing the extension library first. So <laughs> I think everybody just kind of needs to take notice that, you know, it, while some of this is going to make it into a product and some of it may not, it is still worth your time as a developer 
to go look at these, look at the examples and, and see where they fit in because there's some phenomenal pieces in this and it just keeps getting better and bigger and bigger. Uh, you know, for example, I think there's a new uh, mobile interface on the team room in the discussion database, right, guys? That's right, yeah. So uh, there was a release made, I think, just Monday of this week, which was, I guess, a significant release in the, in the, in the general context of things. Of course, there's, there's a continuous uh, update model in OpenNTF in any case, but the, the latest drop there, in one sense, is maybe a preview of the upgrade pack that IBM uh, are planning in, uh, to, you know, as a first step towards integrating uh, the the XPages extension library into the core. But um, in in this particular one, I guess the mobile controls have, you know, which were previously experimental, the the, the model that Nicholas uh, alluded to, where stuff is put out there and people uh, can play with. We get your feedback, and then you know, a better design decision decisions and the feedback loop kind of completes and uh, a more stable or uh, yeah, a more stable version of the from, certainly from a design point of view is pushed out there. So there's new mobile controls in this in in this latest release. There's a new uh, set of social enablement tools. There's I think. Um, what would be a great benefit to a lot of people is that there's uh, a new tooling plugin in this release. So um, whilst the XPages extension library was very much kind of a runtime experience up to recently, that you, there are new editors and new pickers and new panels in, in, in this time. So some of the more complex controls will really benefit from that, you know, from how do I apply these properties, what do they mean, I've got specialized pickers and so forth. So I think um, if you, if you, uh, you know, just to be clear as well, uh, Nicholas mentioned the, 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 the LibX, the experimental stuff, not everything that's in this drop then would, would be included in, in the, let's say, the, the next upgrade pack from IBM, so specifically the JDBC uh, relational stuff will most likely, you know, will make it in to an update pack in the future, but not the not the, the most imminent one, nor the social enablement tools. But that still leaves you with 150 uh, controls that are part of the extension library, self controls and, and update types. And as you say, there's two templates uh, in that drop that are based on this library. So the discussion, which is already next pages app, but has been extended have a mobile UI and the team room, which we've been using, um, uh, which we developed internally and has been in use within IBM and is now ready for the, 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 the big bad world and has a mobile UI extension also. And I, I was looking as well at the um, at the social enabler stuff, you know, because as most people will be aware, I do a lot with connections. Is this part of, of what was announced at Lowsphere as part of the social business toolkit? Is that part of, of that project? Or are they two it, different things? Well, it, well, they, I, I would think they are at this point different things, right. but certainly they are very closely related, and it, it it might happen that they they will merge at some point. Um, what was announced at Lotosphere is the IBM Social Business Toolkit, um, which you know is essentially the activity stream um, with um, REST-based APIs and um, the embedded experience, um, and a pre a preview, I guess, or I don't know how to to, to call it. Um, has been deployed on Greenhouse um, since Lotosphere, and people can play around with it and, and can get used to the to the APIs and OAuth, the um, delegated authorization mechanism, and so forth. The social enabler that we now published on Monday um, is 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 really it's it's not an application as the name says. It's it's technology, X pages based technology that makes integrations of other services, um, social services, social applications, really easy. Um, 
So a good example is or are the integrations with um, Lotus Connections. There are um, APIs, REST APIs that are provided by um, um, IBM Connections and the um, social um, enabler project has now um, Java APIs, convenience um, APIs for XPages developers that makes it really easy to um, um, to call the connection uh, connections REST services, to handle authentication, to even handle things like single sign-on and so forth. And it also provides other utilities that makes it really easy to pass the the atom um, that is returned as as um, you know from these REST services. Um, and again, it's it's really simple. You you can you know very easily now call all the um, connection APIs. And in addition to that, there are some connections or there are connections data sources so that you can put very easily files from little, uh, from IBM connections. Um, onto X pages using the same concept um, that we call data sources as for classic domino views or documents. Um, there are also some UI controls for the business cards for, for individuals and, and for communities. And, and so the, the, this is basically the first set of functionality that is now very easy to integrate. And again, if you do it on an API level, you, you can do basically everything today and, and, and very easily. So that, that's a set for connections, but in addition to that, and, and back to your question to the relation to the um, social business toolkit, um, social business toolkit supports not only REST APIs, but this um, other standard called OAuth, uh, the delegated authorization. And that's really a standard that, that almost every um, social service um, you know, supports by now, Facebook or Twitter, uh, Dropbox, um, and by the way, also Lotus Live and others. Um, and, and um, you know, we provided a new infrastructure that we call Web Security Store, where all these tokens are stored in a secure way so that you don't have to put these credentials in your application, but you, you put them in one central place that you can manage and you access it from your applications, again, very easily. And as a, as a developer, you don't, you don't even have to understand how OAuth really works and, and what you need to do. You call... You know, the same API as if you, you know, um, would just call another REST service um, by, uh, against connections and, and that's it. And then all the complexities handled under the cover. So and I think that's, that's really a great step forward and it makes integrations of, you know, all these services so easy. Was, was Dropbox included in that? Yeah, Dropbox was actually, I think, the, the first thing that, that we did or I, I played around. So it's, we, we also had another project on OpenNative called Social Enabler where, you know, we, we experimented and played around with these new technologies. And as the old mobile controls project, after a while when we understood better what we had to do, what the requirements are, what the right technical solutions are, we, we put them now in the extension library. And yes, Dropbox, um, you know, we, we can support now and, you know, it's really easy. It's as easy as integrating a domino view in a, in a Nodes database, um, you know, in an next page application. Um, because again, there's a new data source for Dropbox. There's a data source for files from connections. There's a data source for files from Lotus Live. Um, you know, all very easy to integrate in next pages. It, it really is an impressive demo, the one, the one I saw. It was, it was seamless. And like you say, I think it, it levels a playing field where now we're in this data source realm 
once you know what a data source is and how to handle it, it's it, all you're doing really is changing the back end. And the same, the same is almost true for the for the SQL relational stuff with the new app functions in in uh, JavaScript. Yeah, that, that's right. That's that's exactly the point. So that you can use your uh, controls that you know and love, the view control, the repeat control, the data grid, uh, the data view control, and all these things. And it's the same mechanism. It's you know the same programming model. Um, you know, comes with caching, performance improvements, all these things, and it just works. You get the pager. You know, all these nice things. I think this is so exciting. You know, we, we, we've we've had this kind of change to the social business branding this year and and it's always been kind of unclear exactly what role domino has in that whereas it sounds with a lot of these social tools and, and a lot of the work that ibm is doing around domino that you know some of which was talked about last week um it you know it, it sounds like domino is, is really becoming a very valuable member of the social business portfolio in terms of being able to create these kind of platform-based applications that can then talk to some of the other social tools and social platforms that are out there and i think it goes a bit further than that um you know, in in the days of five, six, and seven, you, you were lucky to get a couple of new app functions and maybe uh, one or two new classes. You know, every decade, and, and I think in the last in the last six months alone, like uh, like we just said, there's at least 150 and more like 250 is my guess total controls that are coming out of this project. So I think the acceleration of the innovation coming out of this is is just as big of a thing as a usefulness and and i think that's that's a very very good thing for domino yeah and it followed from that as well Dan. i think the rdbms thing addresses a real uh kind of weak area and um, perception wise in the domino product going back the last well since the product was was born really you know and that is reporting volumes of documents and the domino is not good for that job now, if you're a, a Java house, say, well, uh, and you're running notes, then X pages and this new uh, set of controls and integration, if you like, um, must be a, a real benefit to you, you know, and strategically fits in with your overall model, basically, you know. And, and I used to get asked this ever since 8.5 first came out and X pages rolled out of the door, probably, what, two and a half years ago, three years ago, whatever it was now, that the first question I always got asked was, well, because X pages is Java, does that mean we can surface relational data? And the answer was always yes, but with an absolute ton of coding. And I think what the extension library has got us is yes, with almost no coding. So now it's a... It's a level playing field with ASP and ASP.NET, which are data source independent. It gives that level of functionality. So the question I've had to say, yes, but you really don't want to take on that job answer for the last three years now becomes an unequivocal, absolutely, go to OpenNTF, download the library, off you go, you're running. Yeah, and you're taking a standard approach as well, as opposed to people going out and building their own weird and wonderful interpretations of how they should be doing it using JDBC natively in Java, which is obviously always a, a bit of a support concern, you know? Yeah, and I, 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 had to, I smiled when you said it was always a weak area. It was, it was, it was probably a non-existent area about pointing up for yeah. LEI. <laughs> but it is, it, it, it's, it's very good to see. And this is probably a question, I'm not sure if they can answer this or not, but but obviously we're getting new extension libraries thick and fast. Um, is there anything on the horizon as far as extension libraries go, new ones or further development of the social enablement toolkit to tie into things like Twitter or Skype and things like that? Uh, well, well, in... We, we certainly have ideas in general how, how to move forward and, and what else we need. Um, but these these two um, 
uh, things that you sp uh, said specifically. Um, the social enabler has these data sources for Lotus Live, Dropbox, and connections files. Um, but as I said earlier, you, you know, there's nothing that would prevent you to call um, Twitter, um, you know, using the same APIs. In that case, you don't get the convenient data sources, but, you know, you can do it on an API level, which is what we internally use to implement these data sources. So that's possible. It's just, you know, a REST API, um, you know, OAuth, and, and that's exactly what Social Enabler is for. So there's really nothing that holds you up from calling these services if they support REST and OAuth or just, you know, any other um, or basic authentication or something like that. And for, for the latest versions of the extension libraries, what version of, of Notes and Domino is required? I'm guessing you, you're, you're sort of mandating 8.5.3 now? Yeah, um, it's the very latest one that's gone out there, as I said this week, which has a lot of new things in it, um, is, is 8.5.3 um, based, so you would need 8.5.3 for that. But there's um, an 8.5.2 uh, version out there uh, still. So and that they're clearly marked in the when you go to the list of downloads whether something is 852 or 853 and if some you know the the, the idea is i guess that all of the latest and greatest features will will automatically go into the 853 stream um if somebody has a, a, an urgent fix that's required in 852 and uh makes a case for it then i i guess that that would be provided in the 852 stream but we're it's 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 no longer something that's being actively uh, developed the concentration would be on bringing all the you know solidifying the stuff that's been out there so that we can include it in an upgrade pack in, and get it into the notes dominant core and to continue to innovate in the areas that uh, we've been talking about but but based on on the the newest and greatest core features that are in 853 yeah, and, and I got um, a question asked um, quite frequently recently about the OpenNTF mobile controls project and how that relates to the new controls in the extension library. And um, so, uh, so I guess it's fair to say that, that the new um, mobile controls in the extension library are our strategic solution. That's what we're going to focus on. That's what we have focused on in the last um, over the last couple of months. Um, these controls, the new ones, are a lot better than the other ones. And if I say that, hopefully people believe me because I implemented <laughs> the old ones. Uh, um, because the, 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 ma the main difference is that you now can use the standard programming model in terms of how you access a view and documents, right? With the OpenNTF mobile controls, the old version, um, you know, I used JSON and, and X agents and a couple of other workarounds um, which you know was good because it helped us to understand what we need. Um, but once we realized how much was missing, we decided to take another architectural approach. And the new controls now support that in a much better way. You can filter views as you can always do by, by category or um, start key or um, full text search, all these things. And that makes it a lot easier to use for people. And, and the new controls are just great. It's so easy just to mobilize and um, existing nodes application, these you know, standard scenarios, views and documents. It's a matter of, of minutes. It's it's really simple and straightforward for the basic stuff. So would would the statement that the original mobile controls on OpenNTF, the standalone project, is is now deprecated then? Well it, well, maybe I guess they they still work for 852 and if you don't have 853 it still might be the right choice for you. And also what I heard from several people was that even though 
it, it's not the strategic solution. They have learned a lot from it by just looking into the code and understanding how mobile applications are different from desktop applications uh, in terms of um, event handling and you know everything being on one page, um, using AJAX everywhere, those types of things. So it might, might still provide um, value for people just to understand what is going on in the background. And again, uh, it's, it's a solution for 852 because the new controls um, require 853. Okay. And just a couple of last questions before we move on to other topics. Um, you know, if, if I'm a IT manager or or I'm considering uh, asking my developers to use extension library as, as part of some new applications, um, first of all, how does it get deployed? Do you have to install the extension library onto each of your Domino servers that are going to be running these apps? And also, how would support work in, in terms of if there's issues with a you know, a call in the extension library, is, is that purely supported through OpenMTF or does, can you raise calls on IBM uh, using normal channels to, to deal with those issues? So there's a, there's a number of questions in there and there's a number of answers. I guess uh, um, today you can, there's a number of ways of installing the, if you look actually on the, on the, on the latest upgrade, we, we do dabble into that in the README a little bit because, you know, you can install the extension library in a in, in number of ways. You know, one way is simply uh, unzipping the update site onto your server and restarting the HTTP process. Um, if you have Domino Designer, and then you can do a file application install of the update site. And, of course, that also... Um, on the same machine, then that means it's installed in the client. If you want to do a wide deployment on the client, you have the option of wrapping the update site um, as a widget and making it available on the widget catalog, which you can then kind of provision it across the organization. So there is a wiki article out there that's not specific to the extension library, but we, we, we quote it in the readme because that's what we've used. We've used the extension library internally to kind of a test that scenario out and it's um it's 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 the way to go at the moment for uh wide deployments i know in the in the upgrade uh pack that we're planning there'll be an official installer which is probably as much to do with with licensing as, and and so on than anything else so um installing you have you have those various options i guess the important point there if you have as you said, Stuart, in your second part of that question, if you have if if you have uh, an issue with something in in OpenNTF or in the extension library, what are your options? So at the moment, your options it is supported by the community, so it would be a, a question, a query, or a defect on OpenNTF. And I think uh, the res the feedback we get is that the response times there are are acceptable to people, and and people are happy with that. Um, Obviously, when when the content uh, goes into the up, upgrade pack and is 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 made available um, to Notes Domino uh, users, then it becomes an officially supported IBM product, and uh, the normal support channels would become available. And if I could add one comment or two, actually, uh, <laughs> one is that I so in eight five three there's this functionality to deploy plugins via the new update site, the update site template. And uh, this is really, really easy and straightforward. I just did it yesterday on the OpenNTF servers and it literally took me only uh, 15 minutes and 10 minutes was the upload, the time it took to upload the extension library into the database. Uh, so that, that's really convenient. You, you just use that update set, uh, site template and uh, restart your server once or the HTTP server and, and that's it. So, um, the other comment was that there's also another project from Stefan Whistle on OpenNTF 
if you don't have 8.5.3 and you want to use the same deployment mechanism that I just described, um, he has a, basically a preview of that update site template on OpenNTF and it works very similarly that, again, you can use with, I think, even with 8.5.1. And the great thing there, Nicholas, is you can replicate that around your Domino domain uh, and do it all in one, one go. Yeah, exactly. 40 servers, that's one one exercise, basically, you know. A lot of HTTP restarts, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the restart's five seconds, whereas rolling yes. out libraries is, that uh, could be hours. So it is it yeah. is a good thing. And that was one of the things I was going to bring up is it is it is getting easier to roll this stuff out, a lot easier. That's great. And that kind of brings us on to talking about Domino servers and something that happened a couple of weeks ago, I guess now, is the IBM XWork server launch. Um, so this is this new licensing model for Domino-based web servers where you can have an unlimited number of users hitting your your server, no PVU licensing, very straightforward to license and very easy for developers and ISVs to build solutions on because it's just a fixed price per year. Chris, did you hear about this announcement and any thoughts on, on what it will mean for you in terms of some of your solutions you build for customers? Do you think this is going to be an easier way to deliver um, Domino-based applications on, on Domino service? Yeah, most definitely. I guess there's a couple of angles there. The first one was the very obvious um, branding intent um, by IBM there. And customers so far um, see that as a very positive step in terms of uh, becoming more blue and all that kind of good stuff which we've talked about before. Um, secondly, uh, I've done some ISV type work before, um, it's difficult enough to go around selling your apps into a, a relatively small um, domino uh, kind of customer base. Um, with this license model, at least we now have the opportunity to um, move out with that, integrate with LDAP, come directories and all these sort of good things. So it is a, a very positive um, move out there. There are competing technologies, of course, around about JSF and glass fish and all these sort of good things, but given the price entry point of a thousand pounds, two thousand dollars or whatever, you know, um, and that's a couple of days maximum worth of work in a project, I think it's a very cost effective um, a solution for people, you know. The NSF limit being um, muted around as, as well, um, for most applications I would think the limit as it is would do the job. Darren, have you mentioned Xbox Server to any of your customers over there? What's the response been like, it, if so? It was mentioned to me by a customer. Ooh, wonderful. Um, yeah, so the news is getting out somehow. Um, it was literally maybe a day or two days after it came out, we had a call about some development work. And then he sent an email saying, why didn't you mention an Xbox Server to me? And it was it was probably a bit early to mention Xbox, um, but it is a good fit for this particular customer that is looking on building a solution on, on top of Domino. Um, I think there's still some licensing issues to work out a bit, uh, notwithstanding the, the Chris Miller post, I think it was from yesterday, when it looks like uh, you're not allowed to replicate ABMP, at least based on the license. I think that'll get addressed in, in a license change, because I, I, I don't believe the intent of, of the limitation of name changes, especially if you replicate in the Domino directory and stuff like that. Um, so I, I think it's I think it's a good a, a good good idea. It's 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 starting to grow on me. Uh, it wasn't quite what I wanted, but like Chris said, I think the price point, it's not quite free, but it's also not sixty five thousand dollars. 
Absolutely. And, and it's, it seems to me that the, the only issues that have come up so far are this, you know, stipulations on what can be replicated, um, which, which I think is being cleared up in terms of intent and spirit, if not in the actual license agreement. Um, and, and then just the restriction around what makes an application, you know, is it is it four databases, eight databases, you know, kind of how does that fit with some of the applications that are out there? Um, but I think if those are the only questions that are being asked, then that's a pretty good fit in terms of what people are after. Um, so, you know, my sense and from talking to people is that it's been brilliantly received and, and some of the analysts I've spoken to as well have been very keen in terms of IBM rebranding some of the Domino stuff and, and just putting it out there as a development platform just like any other. So it stands alongside, you know, Web3 Application Server as just another application server environment. Yeah, yeah and, you know, I think the, the proof is in the pudding and it won't be immediate, but I think in, in a year to 18 months, you know, once we start to see uh, if if this is taken hold, you know that that's that's where I would look to see if it's a success. I, I wouldn't say it's going to be in the next few weeks or even around Lotus yeah. I think it's going to be a way out. Yeah, and I think uh, we have the the licensing model to get started on this. But I think it's up to the partners and to, with, with IBM as well to work together on well getting this out there. Basically, you know, and that's always been as you know not entirely straightforward. You know. It's always a challenge, indeed. Um, and, and another topic of licensing uh, is that this week um, the entitlement uplift, if that's what you want to call it, for the um, entitlements for profiles and files that were released at the same time on the 4th of October um, have now been uh, made available. So the idea is if you're a Notes and Domino customer under maintenance, you will have an entitlement to use profiles and files. Um, on the 18th, uh, it was announced that there's now a, a part number that will take you from that entitlement up to the full version of connections. List price is somewhere around the £60, so sort of you know, $80, $90 kind of mark. Um, so that's pretty good value compared to the uh, cost of a, of a connections user license if you just bought it sort of standalone. So I, I guess that's going to provide almost like a discount for Notes and Domino customers to get into using the full suite of connections, which I'm guessing has to be a good thing. Well, it's not only a discount on the connections, but it's it's a massive discount when you compare it to the other trade of licenses like Same Time, which I think is only twenty percent off. Oh, interesting! So, I so done that some, comparison. yeah, someone someone in the dollar and cents department really made this a lucrative option for for Domino customers. Absolutely, and and I, I think it's 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 going to be an interesting thing. I think. It's going to certainly open out the opportunities for connections uh, in, in all sorts of customers where connections and, and social sort of enterprise 2.0 systems generally haven't been uh, particularly kind of popular or, or of interest. You know, maybe some of the more traditional type customers, I think, are now going to look and say, well, you know, profiles could be useful to us today. Files might take some load off of attachments in Domino. Let's do that piece. And then we know then we've got a, a reduced cost to get to the rest of the stack if it proves to be of interest. I think one of the challenges and, and Mikhail uh, Heisterberg talked about this yesterday is is in terms of if you have an entire organization of you know a thousand users say that has the right to use profiles and files but only maybe 200 of them will get the benefit of connections how do you then either technically or from a licensing point of view say I only want to upgrade 200 of those uh, and how do you control the access and the auditability and all that kind of thing around it so I think technically there's still some challenges but in terms of just in, you know selling the licenses and, and customers getting the value from them it's, it's a tremendous thing to have and, and, and I saw Mikkel's post and, and the first thing I thought was well that's the same with every entitlement 
an, an any uplift is is how do I control? It's it's the same as if I have messaging calls and enterprise calls. How do I make sure only the people who should be using enterprise are using enterprise? There's, there's really no way to do that. Um, so from an IBM standpoint, I, I think this is just business as usual. It's it's the honor system which it always has been, and it's worked out pretty well for the most part. And Chris, again, I'll bounce it back to you. You know, you you have a customer base out there. Do you see some interesting connections as a result of these entitlements? Yeah, um, the way I, I kind of see it work is there's a couple of projects we've been working on really um, where we've been developing applications for knowledge management and such kind of traditional um, labels on, on, on these sort of things. Uh, so obviously opening things up a bit to, 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 to tap into connections um, in a free of charge basis is a great way to get things moving um, as opposed to the old way of, of selling connections was here's a product that does this, um, do you want it kind of thing, you know. So uh, we're addressing real business issues and adding a bit of value. Um, and connections has been brought into the picture um, where, where it needs where it needs to be basically, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, yeah, if that gets gets a customer into even thinking about social, that has to be a good thing to happen. Um, and, and Nicholas, let's bounce things back to you. Um, there are, is, I understand, it, a contest around OpenNTF um, over the next couple of months, finishing in February. Do you want to talk us through that? Yes, uh, definitely. But it's not until February, it's until um, beginning of December. Uh, uh, I, read, I read the date the wrong way around. Go on, John, tell us more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, well, it's a second contest. The first one have, you know, was a huge success and uh, we started another one. Again, it's sponsored by We4IT, an IBM business partner from Germany. And people can uh, win three, uh, one of three um, prizes again: an iPad, an iPhone, or an eight hundred dollars voucher, Amazon voucher. And the the first winner of of them will actually also get um, a free Lotusphere ticket for Lotusphere two thousand twelve. So, I hope a lot of incentives uh, for people to uh, to participate in this um, event or contest. Um, what we asked this time. Is a little little bit different than the last time. Last time, the first contest, we asked for just any type of reusable controls. This time, we we asked for um, controls in the area controls or applications in the area of social or mobile. And um, you know these these types of applications can now be built very easily using the extension library, as we just talked about. And we hope that people will use that extension library to build these. Um, new solutions, but they are not restricted by that. They can also use any other technology they want if they have their own OAuth library or they use another um, mobile framework like jQuery mobile or they they use the OpenNTF mobile controls. All that is possible and um, we also don't restrict it to any um, types of applications. Um, it's, you know, they just need to be mobile and or social. Um, and again, there's there's a lot for for people to um, to, to win again here. And that, that and is a big set of prizes. I mean, a lowest fee ticket, you're talking two grand, and then on top of that, an iShiny or an eight hundred dollar gift certificate. I mean, the winner that's 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 you know two and a half thousand, three thousand dollars worth of kit right there. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, it's 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 really good, and um, you know, I'm very excited um, and looking forward to, to getting the first contributions. I know from some people who are working on contributions already. Um, so far, we have not seen the first one on OpenNTF yet, but I know people are working on it. Uh, I guess what some people learned from the first contest was that 
that it's really about the quality of you know the one nomination rather than to deliver you know many smaller ones and and I expect maybe not as many contributions as last time well I would wish to see that but I don't really expect it um, but I do expect higher quality contributions and I, I think that's really a good thing and should be good for all of us so so do we have a, a a perspective number that you know about right now just so if someone's on the fence they can say oh well if only two people have entered I'll enter <laughs> uh, no well I mean everyone can participate and um, there's you know equal chances for everyone there's still how many weeks left Four, five or six weeks so I guess enough time to to do something really cool, especially if you have already done something in these areas. Um, and you know the chances are not bad, I guess. Um, and as you said, a lot you know uh, for people to win. Only six weeks till December. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that means about <laughs> ten weeks to load for That's even more scary. And announcements uh, of the winners of this contest on my birthday, on December the 12th, hint, hint. Um, so that that's great. Uh, it's really good you're running these contests. I think it's a, a tremendous way of getting people to put solutions up onto OpenNTF. So good good job on that one. Kudos, as Darren might say. Um, and something else we've got on our show notes is a mention of X Snippets. Do you want to take us through that? Yeah, X Snippets is a new OpenNTF project, and there hasn't been any release yet. Um, but we just announced it this week. Um, we is a team of um, different people. Um, Bruce Elgott is, 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 is part of that team and he's primarily doing the design. And um, I'm working together um, also with, um, oh, I forgot his last name, Buzgmes, Seda Buzgmes, and yeah. Frank van der Linden um, 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 to, to implement this, um, this X snippets application. Now, what this X snippets application is supposed to be is the next generation of the OpenNTF code bin. We have our project area where people can post full releases, attachments, complex applications with lifecycle management with defects and uh, you know multiple releases, as I said, and feature requests and discussions and all of these kinds of things. And what we want to have back is the way to post really simple snippets that you can just copy and paste into your own application. Um, and there were some issues with the with the old code bin, both in terms of usability and also some legal aspects, um, because it was simply done at a time before we had the OpenNTF alliance. Um, and those types of things we we want to um, to improve. And it's it's a fun project. Um, it's it's a lot of fun to work with these people from the community, all very motivated and easy to uh, to work together with. Um, and you know we're making good progress. Also, another goal that I should mention is that in addition to providing this new infrastructure on OpenNTF and obviously uploading this code as open source, we want also to document how we have done certain things. So how we work together um, you know, in this distributed team in four different country, countries, um, um, you know, many different time zones. Uh, for example, we use Lotus Live um, to organize our work, um, Lotus Live activity. Um, we, we use source control subversion that is provided on OpenNTF um, and, you know, a couple of other things that we think um, might be worth sharing with people rather than only the result of what we are doing. So, so this is, as I said, we just announced it. This is not done yet. Uh, we are making progress and uh, looking forward to getting it deployed and um, providing a new service um, for Xpages developers. 
So it'll be out tomorrow then, right? No, no, <laughs> certainly not, because I'll be out for a couple of days now for vacation, actually. So uh, that no, sounds, that but, sounds like it's still fairly imminent. There, that's good. Yeah, no, it's 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 really a fun project, and we really think that it um, it it will add a lot of value. And it's not only something that we think um, adds value, but in in fact, we um, we had been contacted a couple of times why. The old code bin is so hidden, and why no one uses it anymore, etc. Um, so it really showed us that people have a big interest in using these snippets in addition um, to to full projects. And there were also some good feedback already on the blog. Oh, we can even further improve it. For example, by integrating it in Domino Designer, um, and you know, providing other personalized features to find snippets easier. Those types of things. So um, there's a lot we can do, and it's. Uh, Again, it's kind of fun to, to work on it. And Darren, just just a quick thing on OpenNTF before we move on. Um, you know, sort of from the outside, it seems pretty fantastic that OpenNTF is moving forward with such kind of uh, velocity at the moment. You know, there's, there's Nicholas and, and others are posting stuff almost every day about OpenNTF. There's obviously a lecture of new members that we'll probably talk about next week and so on. It, it feels like it's a very vibrant community. Yeah, and you know, I want to put this at, at, at IBM's door because I think when, when IBM got involved maybe two years ago now at Lotusphere, I think 50% of the audience applauded and 50% of the audience put their hands in their, their heads in their hands and shook, shook, shook. Um, so it could have went one of two ways and I think it's, it's went the best possible way for both OpenNTF and, and for IBM and, and I just think it's, it's the way that the code gets out to the developers early and that obviously drives a boatload of traffic to, to, to open NTF now and it can only go you know from leaps leaps and bounds um, it would be nice if it fixed the search because sometimes the search comes back with some wacky results but who knows what's up with that um, but yeah, I mean it, it's it's good news it, and it's all down to I think IBM's hands-on yet also hands-off approach uh, that there are some, you know, sticking points every now and again where you see the Apache license, uh, and you have to sign off on some stuff. But but I think that that just leads to the, the code being, for one of a better word, a bit more pure. And if you do put it in a commercial application, you know you're not going to get hit by a lawsuit down the road. So I think it it all ended up being very very good for all involved. And kudos to Nicholas and, and to Bruce and everybody else who's been involved in that effort. I think it's been a, a great thing for the Lotus community. And just to finish off our topics list for this week, uh, we've had a load of really successful user groups um, already this year, but there's one more coming up in November, which is Dan Notes, which is the, the Danish user group. And actually, three of the guys on this call, myself, uh, Chris and Nicholas, are all speaking at that event. So, Chris, do you want to talk us through what, you know, what got you to Dan Notes? And are you looking forward to the conference? Most definitely. I've never been to Denmark. Um, it will just be as cold as Scotland, if not even colder, <laughs> especially in a month's time. So, um, yeah, looking forward to the journey there as well. Um, meeting some good guys. Um, apparently, it's a really successful group. Don't know too much about them. Um, very well attended groups in the past. I've, I've dealt with Per on several occasions. Yeah. Seems like a, a good guy, knows his stuff. Um, and I'll be talking on a couple of subjects close to my heart around... Uh, my experience with uh, developing um, expertise applications with a kind of Java backend um, and what that brings to the table, as well as some, some mobile stuff as well. So I'll be busy, even busier in the next few weeks, basically. 
And and you three are actually named on the homepage along with the most yellow shirts I think I've ever seen in a photograph. <laughs> <laughs> and Nicholas, what will you be speaking on? Uh, honestly, I, I forgot. It must be something with opening the app. <laughs> uh, I, I know about this one session with you and Chris. Um, and yeah, we should so. find some time to prepare it at some point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But no, it uh, must be something related to OpenNDF. I'm sure it is. And, and I'm covering some uh, connections topics as well. And, and as you say, we're all going to be talking about mobile as well, which should be a, a lot of good fun. And it's, uh, the conference is on the 23rd and the 24th of November. Um, it, it looks like a, a tremendous event. Uh, it's actually the 46th uh, user group meeting that Dan Notes has held which is just unbelievably fantastic I mean that's yeah, just incredible to put together that many different events over the years uh, and, and you know kudos for want of a better word for everybody who's involved in, in pulling that together I think that's a tremendous effort on behalf of the so, community. So I guess they're not doing one a year then? No, no. I think I think they do some virtual meetings as well but um, but they ha I think they have two in-person meetings every year. So, um, so yeah, a lot of effort that must go into that. So, so great effort by all of them. Uh, all the details are on their website, which is at dannotes.dk. So that's how this... Go on, oh, I thought I'd point out that the last few Lotus user group event pages I've been to, it's good to see that the distributors are starting to sponsor these events. On, on Dan Notes, mm -hmm. it's Arrow, and I think uh, MWLug had CDW. So it's good to see the actual big distributors starting to get some skin in the game as well. Yeah, the distributors put um, yeah have a have a huge number of really good staff. They they you know they they clearly kind of buy into the whole distribution channel. Um, obviously, get some revenue from Lotus licenses and so on. So it's great to see them sort of paying back into the community again and and sharing as part of those events. And uh, and certainly we'll be looking at getting some distributors to be involved in the social connections user group uh, as well. That's taking place in December. So that brings us on to our tips for this week. So Darren, why don't you kick us off? What's your tip? I've got two. My first real one is the call for abstracts is still um, conspicuous by its silence. So if you are thinking about speaking at Lotusphere 12, I would go ahead and start doing your abstract now and not wait for the inevitable, okay, you've got 30 minutes to put your abstracts in, go. It's going to happen. Um, two is, and I just saw Monk Chips has retweeted this. I don't know where I saw it originally, but I saw it yesterday on Twitter. Um, and you can lose hours if you click this link or go to this URL. It's www.drawastickman.com and you can have hours of fun not realizing what the hell's going on. <laughs> there's, there's dragons, there's balloons, there's explosions. It's really kind of impressive website if, if you've never seen it before. It, was, it, it took a, a vast portion of my day yesterday. <laughs> I've not seen this before. Again, I, I saw Monk Chips uh, retweet it this morning. Basically, you draw a stick man, and then it basically takes you through adding stuff it's, to the stick man and doing some props and all sorts of other things. Very clever. Yeah, it's, it's very, very interactive, and it looks it changes based on whether you manage to draw a balloon or, in my case, a weed-shaped egg, as a stick man told me. Excellent. Very good. Okay, we've got the link in the show notes. Um, I'm sure everybody will be enjoying this over the next week or so. Niklas, do you have a tip for us? Yes. Um, a couple of weeks or maybe even months ago, we created a new page on xpages.info, xpages.info slash videos. And it contains, I, I think, at least 10 hours of videos by now, um, which are either learning videos um, mostly um, provided by David Leedy, his uh, Nodes and Nine session, 
And the other type of videos are videos that um, 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 present and demonstrate op um, projects on OpenNTF. And all of them are free and available for, for everyone. So I highly suggest to take a look and check them out. Wow, there is a lot of links out there, isn't there? That's impressive. Yeah. That's great. It's, again, just such a community formed around uh, X pages. It's it's tremendous to see, and I think probably the future of the Notion Dominate platform. So it's great that, that so many people have have added in their content to pages like the the videos page there. And Martin, do you have a tip? Sure. Um, well, just to finish off in the extension library, I guess um, the community themselves. One other resource that's coming is the community themselves. Uh, folks like Paul Hannon and uh, Jeremy Hodge and Declan Lynch, Paul Withers are all coming up with a book that I think is scheduled now for April of 2012. But um, that's something that, again, that that would really, I think, um, something for people to look forward to when getting your head around the, to all the resources that are out there. And I think last time you had me on uh, to talk about the Mastering X Pages book, you asked me would I ever write another one. And I looked and felt like, <laughs> sure, as soon as hell freezes over. But obviously I never learned. So um, with... Uh, Marky Ho and Tony McGuckin and um, Dan O'Connor, we've uh, come up with the next page's portable command guide. So that should be coming to you in the Lotusphere time frame. And it's kind of a companion book that will help demystify all of those uh, notes.nex pages properties and those xsp.properties and all of those stuff that are out there can help you, but typically aren't very well documented. Wonderful. And, and I do remember you commenting that you would never do it again. So. Yeah. <laughs> and did, did, didn't someone say that their dog wouldn't allow them and the wife wouldn't allow them? Was that you or Tony? I can't remember which one of you said that. That said, no, my dog probably won't allow me to do another book. No, the, the dogs would allow me, but my, 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 my wife, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I just get in deeper every time. Okay, we'll make sure we've got links to uh, to those efforts, uh, those books in the show notes as well. So thank you, Martin. And Chris, do you have a tip? Yeah, um, it's really a kind of uh, theme and mantra of mine, really, um, the last six months a year is for guys that are obviously embracing X pages and getting more involved in that. Um, I think it's important to start looking at um, Java around this now. We're doing obviously talking Dan notes on it and following up with that a blog or two around that as well, but really for a better development environment, full Eclipse kind of functionality and um, yeah, all that kind of good stuff, I think it's something to, to look into. And there's plenty of good resources out there just now um, if you search the interwebs um, to, to pick up on that, so it's worth, worth doing. Excellent. Thank you. And my tip is one that I almost mentioned a couple of weeks ago and then changed to something Apple-related at the time. Uh, it's it's a... a um, it's a proposal, really, that uh, Collaboration Matters has put together an offering um, that relates to the entitlements that are now available for Notes and Domino. Basically, if you want to get profiles or uh, files or both up and running in your Notes and Domino environment, this is an offering from Collaboration Matters for a fixed price deployment of files and profiles. It can be done remotely or on site. Uh, already got a couple of projects on the go in Norway in the US around this. So is that if that's of interest to you, um, we've got a link in the show notes. It takes you to the Collaboration Matters blog and there's all the details of the offering there so that's called social notes to get profiles and files up and running in your environment very very quickly so that brings us to the end of our episode we'll quickly go around the table one more time with the few minutes we have left just to ask how do people get hold of you if you have a blog or a, a twitter account or linkedin or something that people can go to uh, now's your time to tell so darren 
blog.darrenduke.net for all of the quote-unquote sexy goodness that 853 has bringing us. And blah, what am I saying now? My Twitter, yeah, okay. I forgot about that. Darren Duke, all one word for my 140-character rants. Excellent. Good to speak to you again, Darren. Thank you. And Nicholas, where do people find you? Well, I have a blog, um, Heidloff, my last name, H-E-I-D-L-O-F-F.net, where I blog from time to time, but mostly I actually blog on the OpenNTF site, um, and I'm on Twitter, N Heidloff, and uh, I also still love to use email. <laughs> we'll allow you that, Nicholas. Thank you very much for taking part today. Really appreciate your time. And Martin, where do people find you? Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, just search for me there. Uh, ask a question on OpenNTF. You'll uh, probably get to me that way as well. Or, as Nicholas said, email martin underscore donnelly at ie.ibm.com. And you're not on Twitter, Martin. Uh, yeah, I know. I need to get around to do things. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, Martin. And, Thanks yeah, very much, sir. Great, great job on both the Extension Library and the books. You know, it's, it's fantastic you're putting so much into this. So thank you very much. Thank you. And Chris, where do people find you? Thanks, Stuart. Um, Twitter and LinkedIn are both Chris J. Connor, and the blog is xsptalk.com. Wonderful. Thanks for taking part. It's great to have you on and look forward to seeing you at Dan Notes. Thanks. Thanks, Stuart. And I'm Stuart McIntyre. You can find me at collaborationmatters.com. It's the company and on Twitter at Stuart McIntyre. So that was uh, This Week in Lotus for this week. I hope you really have a good week. I hope you enjoyed listening to this and we'll be back next time on This Week in Lotus. Bye. All opinions expressed during this podcast are those of the participants only and do not necessarily represent those of their employer. Well, hello and welcome to This Week in Lotus. We are back for episode 74 of the lively weekly podcast based around Lotus and IBM collaboration solutions. I might even start that again. So I was just looking at the uh, the original x book and it's got an average of five stars. Only one person gave it four. So it's actually pretty well rated out there. I, was, I, thought, I thought it would have been high, but I was surprised how high it was. Well, uh, the guy who gave it four meant to give it five, which is the, the <laughs> ultimate. <laughs>
Oh, and if you're wondering about the music, well, the Stone Roses have reformed. Yes, they're back for a couple of gigs in Manchester. And for somebody who grew up or was a teenager anywhere in the early 90s and late 80s, that is a very, very big deal. So hope you've enjoyed Stone Roses. We'll be back for some other music next week. Until then, that was This Week in Lotus. Bye.